N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk Record rain and shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas Welcome back. This is episode 276 of the NYYST podcast. We are live here on NYY News TV. I'm your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You! And SGR. What up? What up, fellas? We're live. It's the last episode before the season starts on Friday, unless anybody's got a weather update. It does not look promising uh, in the Bronx, but... You know, this is the last episode before the season starts. We got Fred's projections. Fred. Always love doing Fred's projections. Uh, so how you guys doing right now? How you got you a little excited? Doing good. I didn't know about the possible rain on Thursday, though. But yeah, it says 100% chance now. I'm looking here. I Not honestly, I, I don't know what it is. I just don't have the same, like, enthusiasm. I don't know what it is. I don't know if I... No, maybe because you said, I'm done, I'm done. Maybe you said that enough times that you... Well, you know what? This team has to earn my excitement back. Is that fair? Uh No, Uh it's not. Not for opening day. Yeah, true. true. Yeah, but... Saturday, on Sunday, you know, May May 3rd, you want to say that? That's fine. But not for opening day, bro. I don't care. They could have... They could have literally put the Somerset Patriots out there and tried them out as, mm. as the Yankees, and I'd still get excited for opening day. And then I'd and then I'd want to kill somebody on the, the following day for how atrocious this team is. But I'm always going to be excited for opening day. It's just one of those days you always look forward to, and we're just a few days away. Um, it doesn't look like there's going to be baseball on Thursday, but that's why you know they leave they Friday don't open. Know so. Shit. They don't know uh, anything. Okay, okay. Kristen is temporarily Okay. When do you trust the when do you trust the meteorologist? Honestly. When do you trust the media? When do you oh, trust Wow? Shadow band. Do you want to get into that right now? Yeah, let's do it. You know what? We had a whole show planned. Fuck it. We're just going to uh <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna try to get MOI news suspended from from YouTube yeah, and Twitter. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining tr- us, man. <clears throat> You guys, you guys should really pu- try and pull the chat up on your end, on like your phone. No, I'm nah, busy. it's too I much. It I have it up right now. Yeah, you got it up, dude. Yeah, I got it up. <laughs> oh, I, I, and and I got the chat up too. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <clears throat> let's trigger a bunch of people. Okay, you want to do it? Yeah, let's do it. I told you, I'm I'm down. I'll scrap everything. You really want to go down that road? No. I de- if listen, if we didn't sign up with MIY News, maybe, but I don't want to be the reason why this whole fucking thing gets shut down. I'm just, you know what? I know you're not enthusiastic. I'm no, excited. I am. Dude. I'm, I'm in a, I'm yeah, in a good mood. Chris. I'm in a it's, good. It's opening week, babes. I'm in a good mood right now. You know, I'm. I just, I just feel like it's time to just get past everything that we were just so down on, and let's. Let's just enjoy the fact that we got baseball. It's coming back, you know. Let's ju- let's just pretend like I- Isaiah Erkina for Leffa is you know Cal Ripken Jr. Let's pretend, 
you know, that Luis Severino is actually the Terminator and he, he he's not projected to pitch 35 okay. innings this year. Okay. He will be you back. Know? Okay. 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 <laughs> Ken, here's something I was thinking of. And uh, I know I, I just joked that I wasn't excited, but I was, I was trying to be optimistic about the team. And I think a big part of the disappointment is how many people were available for the Yankees to get and they didn't, right? But if you really break this team down, is there is there still too many question marks? Absolutely. Based on, you know, guys who haven't pitched in, in a few years like Severino or guys that you can't trust to stay healthy. But when you really break it down at every position, the Yankees have a solid player. I mean, you have Anthony mm-hmm. Rizzo at first. You have DJ LeMayu playing second, which Maybe. I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit here and be that guy who thinks of DJ LeMayu from last year. I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to be hopeful and optimistic that that was it. That was the fluke season for DJ, not the good years. Okay. You have IKF at short, which... Let's be real. We don't know much about, is he going to be an offensive powerhouse? No. But is he going to shore up the defense in, in the shortstop position? Absolutely. And you got Josh Donaldson at third. If if he stays healthy, it's Josh Donaldson. Catching mm-hmm. defensively upgraded. You have guys like Stanton, Gallo, Judge, hopefully not so much of Hicks in the outfield. This team is good. The problem is good, but the it's problem not is that great. yeah, the problem is you can be as good as you want defensively. You can be as good as you want in the lineup. But the fact that he didn't go out there and just and just sure up this rotation is kind of what's leaving me not able to get to the point of saying this team does have a chance to go far. So what if they jump out to a 10 10 game winning streak right out of the gate? No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Just like I, just like last year, we were ripping on them when they started. What it was abysmal, two and nine. Yeah, they, they were think they were five and ten to start the season or something like that. So I'm not. I'm also not going to be. You know, if they go ten and zero, I would feel the same as if they went zero and ten. Other than the fact that at least I was enjoying what I was watching. Right. All right. I got to do something before we get into the crux of the show here. Somebody very important to me is watching the show, and she keeps asking oh. to. She was asking to see. She was asking to see Creed. So here's Creed. Creed's on TV. She hey, wanted Creed. to see her buddy. She wanted to see her buddy. That's oh, there nice. he is. And he's wet for some reason. Ooh, what are you doing? I don't what know what there? he's doing. Poor dog needs a haircut. But anyway, uh, that's what you get on the live chat. You get the dog popping in. You get the dog. The dog. Okay. Um, yeah. So. You know what the problem with the Yankees is, is that we we all realized that this, well, maybe maybe the problem is us. I'm starting to think that maybe the problem is us because I see a lot of positivity on Yankee Twitter, which is like not the norm, that this is a good team. They're so much better than last year. We have a top five pitching staff, and I don't see it, so maybe it's me, but you can say X, Y, Z offensively, defensively, they'll be fine. But 
they made one addition. Well, now two, I guess. We'll talk about that real quickly. On the pitching staff, they signed Shelby Miller to a minor league deal. He didn't even make a team. He's going to be down Scranton. So you, you, you didn't think of all these guys that got traded, all these guys that got signed to get a major league arm into your starting rotation. That that thought never crossed. Did it cross Brian Cashman's mind? Maybe it did. I mean, we, we heard the rumors that he offered a, a deal to, to Verlander to turn it down and go back to Houston. But even if that's true, you have to pivot and go and get somebody. You cannot go into this season and tell me that this rotation is good enough to win a World Series because you have to hit the ceiling on every single outside of Garrett Cole, you have to hit the, and you want Garrett Cole ceiling, obviously, but you have to hit the absolute top of each one of these guys ceiling to have, to feel comfortable. Yeah. And that's not going to happen. How are you? It just doesn't work out that way. Jameson Tyone's an injury risk. Luis Severino's injury risk. Nestor Cortez, he might turn into a pumpkin this year. Uh, and who's who else is in the rotation? And, Jordan, and we always say this: we love Jordan. Well, Chris doesn't, but we yes, love I Jordan do. Montgomery. Shut up! We love Jordan Montgomery, but you cannot sell me on a World Series team that has Jordan Montgomery pitching ahead of the fourth spot in the rotation. No, no, you just can't do it. And it's and it's nothing against Jordan Montgomery. I mean, the dude has been great. He stepped up in some of the biggest games. And I have nothing but respect for the guy in doing what he's doing. But there's a reason why guys like him are back-of-the-rotation guys. Now, does that mean that he can't be a middle-of-the-rotation guy somewhere else? That he couldn't, he couldn't, you know, profile as that? No. But when you're going to try to win a World Series, if you're telling me that Jordan Montgomery is in the middle or top half of your rotation, that you're relying on him to be that, you're not going far. That's the truth. And my biggest issue, as as awful as Brian Cashman was, in my opinion, this, this offseason and signing these guys or lack thereof, my biggest concern has been the pitching and the fact that who did the Padres get for, for Manaya? Some prospects. Do we know them? Do we know the caliber of prospects? No, you mean Oakland. Oakland got who, Sorry, who did Oakland get from from San Diego? I mean, they're not going to... There's nobody that's going to set the world on fire. I just need... Uh, yeah, but I just need to know how we couldn't get that done. I don't have answers anymore. I don't. I don't have answers of... Is there a Yankee tax? Is Brian Cashman just too stubborn to trade anybody anymore? I don't know. I don't know what it is. The fact of the matter is, is that you've seen all these guys get traded. You know, there was a report that came out that the that he pushed for Chris Paddock when he traded Luke Voigt. Well, push a little harder. I'm not and Paddock's never re, never come close to that rookie season that he had. But you know what he is? He's a major league arm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and what you took is a 19-year-old kid that's a, that's a, that's a project basically for Luke Voigt. So you went from here and you came all the way down to here. So if you felt that you could get if – if you're Brian Cashman and you felt Chris Paddock was on the table in your mind for Luke Voigt – and again, I'm not going to go crazy over Chris Paddock because, like I said, he's never really come close to that rookie season again. But if you felt that you would get a major league arm, for Luke Voigt, then why did you trade him for what you traded him for? Right. 
Exactly. Was San Diego, was San Diego the only team that wanted Luke Voigt? Right. Uh, that that's it, exactly the point. That's exactly the point. And I'm not and and I'm not you know we're not we're not the guys that are going to be like this guy sucks trade him for an ace. But can you get me a 5? Can you get me a guy that can that can be a six starter at least? Somebody to provide major league depth that if he comes in, yeah. you know, he's he's not fucking Andrew Heaney. Like, uh, yeah, that's all. Exactly. That's basically, like, that's the bar that we're asking right now. Just don't be Andrew and Heaney. It, it, really, it really kind of diminishes what Voigt did here. I mean, if anything, you want to, you after you get that kind of value from that kind of guy, you want to, you know, after you get that production from that kind of guy, you want to maximize that value if you're going to get rid of them. You got rid of them for nothing. Just real quick, before we keep going, uh, thank you to Hunter Larson for the super chat. He wants Ooh. to know, is Cashman, our boy Hunter Larson, by the way, is, what up, Hunter? is Cashman on the hot seat this year if he doesn't make the World Series? His seat is so cold that yeah. he will get his ass has got frostbite, okay? I'll say this. Yeah. There's a better chance the owner has a hot seat than Brian Cashman at this point. Because Brian Cashman you is, got a is in charge of his of, own fate. You got a better chance of walking in your kitchen and seeing Jesus Christ making a grilled cheese sandwich than Brian hey. Cashman not, not being the GM of his team next yeah. year. And again, it's the same thing we say all the time. People always want to get on Hal Steinbrunner. Which is, and, and you can, and you absolutely can. Yes. For the fact that he will not get rid of Brian Cash. Yes, that is the reason why. There's, the dude, I mean, that's I, it. You can't tell me an owner's being cheap when he's going to try out a $260 million team this year. What you can tell me is that he's dumb for not getting rid of the guy that's put that $260 million team together that has so many question marks on it. And again, oh, we couldn't. I saw a list, I believe it was like from the official MLB Twitter or whatever, that said, that listed the top 10 players in baseball had Freddie Freeman listed eighth. So they believe Freddie Freeman is the eighth best player in baseball. Whose AAV was only a couple million dollars more than Josh Donaldson. Yeah. That we didn't even need because, and again, I voted to, and when we did keep him down, I voted to dump Gio Urshela, but you didn't tell me that you needed to go out there and get Josh Donaldson. You know what it's when like? First base was such more of a, a priority a position of importance. You know what it's like? You ever go, you ever spend 300 bucks like grocery shopping? I'll do it right now. You want me to buy something? Yeah, buy a few things. And then the next day you open up the cabinet and you're like, where's all the fucking, like, where's the food? I thought I got all this food for $300 and I felt, I feel like I didn't get shit. That's kind of what it's like. Well, I would, dude, my wife and I went grocery shopping a couple of weeks ago. We didn't even buy meat and it was $500. I'm like, what the hell? That's crazy. What are you buying for the month? Uh, don't worry about what I'm doing. Jesus right? Christ. And that's what uh, it's like. It's like you walk into the Yankees c- cabinet and you're like, what did I get for what I spent? Like oh, there's a it. few good it. snacks in there, but nothing, nothing that excites me. And it's like, you're not even buying Oreos. You're buying fucking Hydrox, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or the vanilla Oreos, you know, mm. what's wrong with vanilla Oreos? Uh-huh. They're just like, they're just not top shelf. They're, they're, so they're house Oreos. Saying, you're, they're you're house off brand. They're buying off brand shit. Like that's what yeah. IKF is. He's that's like what it is. And you don't even tell the kids. You just put it on a plate, and you're like, "Yeah, those are Oreos." You know, that's, that's what he's, that's what they're doing to us. No, yeah, you it's know, a World Series caliber be, team. 
you might not remember this, but back when I was a kid, there was an actual aisle in the supermarket that was called the no frills aisle. Everything came in white packaging and it just said cheese puffs and they were yeah. supposed to be Doritos. Right. <laughs> you know, that's what the Yankees are going. That's what the Yankees are doing. Yes. But when you bought the no frill shit, you were supposed to be saving money. So if Chinos cost $3, no frill cheese puffs cost you a dollar. Only the Yankees are paying $9 for a bag of no frill cheese puffs. That's what they're, that's what they're doing right now. <laughs> Damn. Zach Brownish, thanks for the super chat, man. He said, where do you all see MMI News TV at the end of the year? I hope you guys are on top of the world. That's where I fucking see us, dude. That's where on top of the world. Yeah, we're going to be on top of the world, babe. That's it, it. man. If you can't can't dream, then you're not going to get there. If you can't, if you don't have the confidence to get there, you're not getting there. Look, I've, I don't know if we've ever said this on a show. Maybe we have, but I didn't. Well, we were going to shut the show down in November. Yes. We were going to do that. P came to us with this opportunity. And when we discussed it, we didn't. We took this opportunity because we felt that we now have the platform and the team together to go to the next level. So that's why we're here. And that's where we think we're and that's where we we know we're going. Not that we feel or we think. That's where we know we're going. And to help us get there, smash the like button, subscribe to Mm -hmm. the channel, head over to iTunes, Spotify, wherever, subscribe to the show, leave us a five-star rating and review, please. If you have a second, go over to Apple Podcasts. If you have have an iPhone, leave us a five-star rating and review. We appreciate it more than we can even say. It goes goes a long way for us. And tell them about Patreon. Oh, you can go to the Patreon, too. Patreon.com slash NYYST. And if you don't go there, you can Dr. Go out yourself. Five bucks a month. And when the season started, uh, we're definitely going to start producing a lot more content for that channel as well. So uh, what was I going to say? So let's get into a couple of minor things because that's all the Yankees do anymore is minor things. Uh, They made a couple of trades over the weekend. Hold on. Time out. Time out. I keep forgetting to do this. Maybe P is in the in the background, you know, doing the production of the show, and maybe he can grab the uh, the link to this and post it in the chat right now. It's on. Uh, I pinned it to the top of the MIYST podcast uh, Twitter page, MIYST underscore podcast. P, if you can post the link to the event, we have an event coming up June twenty fifth, Yankees Astros, ninety minutes before the game. The ticket includes beer. Uh, non-alcoholic beverages as well. What? All you can eat chicken, nug- chicken fingers. What? And uh, and then we get to watch the game together and get a little rowdy. What? That's it. Oh, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna be like Stone Cold Steve Austin this weekend in WrestleMania. Thanks, Pete. That double, was quick, dude. Double fist and beers. Yeah. David Douglas, if you're at the event, you you DM me personally. I will have a uh, Garrett Cole. Bay Bay shirt for you. Ooh. All right. Good deal. Okay. Good deal. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So Ryan got a little little uh, excited over this. Joely Rodriguez. What a story for Joely Rodriguez, right? Gets Comes over here as part of the Joey Gallo deal. Mm. Yanks don't pick up his option, re-sign him, and now he's a Met. Yeah. Because Yankees picked up Miguel Castro, who – uh, he has nasty stuff, but cannot throw strikes to save his life. Oh, that's good. That he, then he's perfect. He's he perfect. Here. Just nicely. They should actually make sure they use him and piggyback him with the Chapman. But 
he looked good it, though. He looked good back when he was with Baltimore. That was when he kind of caught my eye, just as someone that I wanted the Yankees to get. Then he went to the Mets. Thought that was what would never happen. Yankees Mets make a deal. When's the last time they made a trade? Uh, I don't know. Who cares? But anyway, <laughs> the thing with Miguel Castro is if you, if you believe in Matt Blake, this is the type of guy that you get. If you believe in Matt Blake, oh, okay. Is that his name, Matt Blake? I yeah, like Matt not... Blake, dude. Matt Blake. Great guy. I know his last. Love him. Oh, you met him? Did you... Yeah. Last The last trade Did... between the Yankees and Mets was in 2018. The Yankees traded Kendall Coleman to the Mets for LJ Mazzilli. They did do that. And then uh-huh. the trade before that was 2014. The one before that was 2004. So it's they do not. Was that, do when, was the Fe- when was the Felix Heredia trade? Was that 2004? 2004, who the Mets trade. Was it Armando Benitez? Did the Yankees get Benitez back? Uh, I think it was just Mike Stanton. Ooh, the catcher or the pitcher? The pitcher. Who's the you know Mike? Yeah, you know Mike Stanton, the catcher. Oh no, no, no! I'm thinking of uh, Mike Stanley. J- no, Giancarlo Stanton. It's all oh, used to yeah. be Mike. That's yeah, John Carlo. He's an outfielder. Yeah, yeah. yeah he plays outfield. Does yeah. he? Idiot. Yeah. Someone should yeah. Let, someone should let the Yankees know that he can play out there. <laughs> All right. Armando, so, uh, the Armando Benitez deal was in 2003. Oh, uh, was seen. it? Yes. Uh-huh. And then the other deal the Yankees made over the weekend is they traded Alberta Breu and another minor league pitcher to the Texas Rangers for catcher Jose Trevino because you traded Gary Sanchez, guy back Ben Big Arms, who's hurt, ben and you couldn't – Go to start the season with Higgy and whoever the hell. Uh, I think Rob Brantley would. So then now you're running out making a deal for another catcher. He's a prototype. Trevino's a prototypical backup, good defensively. He's one. Of, he's in the top six percent of frame uh, framing in Major League Baseball. He's not going to hit a lick. So I mean, it is what it is. I mean, so it just it's just mind boggling that you trade for fucking catching. He gets hurt, and I. Oh, this is what you run out. This is what you felt the need to go run out and do not get starting pitching, but to get another backup catcher. Yeah. Here's, here's my thing, right? Here's how I look at the whole Sanchez thing. Everyone's saying, thank God he's gone. Thank God he's gone. He sucked behind the plate. For me, it's Gary Sanchez had to go, not because he sucked behind the plate, but because the thing he was here to do great, he wasn't doing great anymore, anywhere near great anymore. And that's dingers. and that's hitting dingers and being good at the plate. So when you have that type of defense behind the plate and you're producing as little as Gary Sanchez was at the plate, I can't even sit here and say people are going to be upset when, you know, Kyle Agashioka is playing every other day and he's an automatic out in the lineup because the last couple of years, Gary was pretty much an automatic out in the lineup. No, Mike P, you mean the Yankee new catcher, Mike Piazza, the greatest hitting catcher of all time? Who, what's the guy's name? Trevino? No, I'm talking yeah. about Kyle Higashioka. Oh, Kyle? Uh, yeah. Seven home runs in the spring, Kyle? Listen, yeah, yeah. I will, yeah. I'll give Higashioka credit on one thing. When he first starts to get consistent playing time, he hits some, he hits some dings here and there. Here's the problem. When you play a guy like Kyle Higashioka too much, and then teams go, okay, guys, I guess we'll have to at- include him in the scouting report because... He's going to be in the lineup probably two out of the three games of the series, and we're going to see him in you know in a couple of weeks. Also, let's start scouting him 
and and looking at his weaknesses, then it becomes very easy to to never even let him touch a baseball. Think about when Kyle Agashioka stepped in last year and he had a, like a handful of games to start out where he was good. And what did we say? We said, give it another week when the league actually cares about him and, and looks at his scouting report and then goes, okay, this is easy. And then he, and then he disappears. I mean, it happened almost instantly. You can't have that every day. You can't. No, I, I think the Yankees catching situation is terrible. I'm sorry. I, you can say whatever you want about Gary Sanchez. Not, not that it would have been great with Gary Sanchez here, but I think it's it's just a, it's abysmal to me that you're going to go into the season with Kyle Gashioka and Trevino as your catchers. You want to go defense? Okay, fine. But, you know, yeah. when these guys are hitting 205 and, uh, and automatic outs, don't don't complain about it. Look, you know? here, here's my, here, this has always been my argument for Gary Sanchez. If you're going to bring in an all-star caliber catcher that is at least competent at the plate, then that's one thing. But if you're telling me that you're bringing in guys who would have done the same thing as Gary at the plate, then here's my issue. Let's just say we're all major league pitchers right now. Even okay. if both players are batting 190, mm-hmm. who are you more scared to pitch to? Gary Sanchez or Kyle Higashioka? Mike Piazza. Honestly. It's no, because that's who that's who Mike uh Kyle Higashioka sorry. is now. Sorry. That's fair. Honestly, I would probably I, I, still be Gary. No, I think Gary Sanchez still has the opportunity to wreck a game more than Kyle Gashioka. Doesn't that doesn't that weigh on the pitcher? I mean, when the all the sure. pitchers thinking is, I just have to get to Kyle. Uh, sorry, Mike Piazza. I just have to get to Gashioka at the at the you know six spot, seven spot, eight spot, whatever, wherever the hell they're going to bat him ninth. I just have to get to these guys at the bottom of the lineup. You don't even have Gary Sanchez there to act scary. To be that guy in the lineup that the pitcher knows if he makes a mistake, Gary Sanchez has a way better chance of wrecking you than any of these other guys. I'm not saying that the Yankees made a bad move to not trade for a better defensive catcher. All I'm saying is Yankee fans might feel it a little more when this team's struggling and the bottom of the lineup is what it is and your catcher being one of those guys is an automatic out every time. You're going to start to feel it a little. I, I don't know. If you're 7, 8, 9, this Hicks, Connor Falefa, and... Uh, exactly. And uh, the catcher, that's not that's not a good bottom of the lineup. And what about Torres if he's in the lineup? Do you have any faith in him that he's going to be a consistently good hitter like he's supposed to be? I don't know. But I mean, you know what? The Yankees have been... Uh, using him at shortstop a lot and a lot, <clears throat> meaning more than once uh, in spring training this year, and that's gonna that's gonna be a big fuck you to the entire fan base if he starts on opening day at shortstop. Seriously, really, seriously. Yeah. And you made this point last week, I think. Just go, just go right back to what you said about who was playing shortstop during a wild during the wild card game. Who was playing shortstop for the New York Yankees? In the 2021 wild card winner go home game at Boston, it was what's uh, his name, Andrew Velasquez, uh, yeah. Squid Squid Boy. Correct. <laughs> okay, uh, I mean, 
Squidward. And now and now it's just like what, Torres? Okay, Torres, back to short you go. We'll move you we'll move you when we get sick of you. Well, because you can't hurt anybody's feelings and ICAF is the new guy and he's not really a star. So he can sit on opening day. You have to get everybody in so nobody gets butt hurt. So, you know, you're just going to have to deal with Torres at, at shortstop at, at, for opening day, which I'm not, I don't want to look like I said, I'm not going to shit on opening day because it's opening day, but that's a giant slap in the face to, to Yankee fans that after you, you pulled the plug on it, you, you told us that he failed at it. We had to sit there and watch Velasquez start a, a do or die postseason game. Oh, we have to improve at shortstop and you passed on nine Guys that could have that are better than Falefa, and we're back to opening Dan Glaber towards the shortstop. That's a giant, that, but that you know, it's smarter Yankees. Who, yeah. You know, we say that all the time. That's that's what the Yankees do. They, they they just do these things that that don't make any sense. So you know, when I when I've been seeing this Glaber Torres play shortstop, and it's like there's no need for it. Like he should even in spring training, he should not be playing shortstop. Because that you're leaving the door open to use him in that situation, and you you basically like he w- and again for anybody that didn't listen last week or whenever I made the point, he was so bad that he changed the entire the entire plan in the organization. We were never supposed to in this offseason be looking at getting a, a shortstop. We were never supposed to to think about what Anthony Volpe or Peraza were in a couple of years because we had him. His name was Glaber Torres, but he shit the bed so bad that it completely changed all of that. And now you're telling me that there's a possibility that he might open in the season, at, even if it's for one day. And and what did we say last year? Oh, everybody argued with us, right? Everybody argued with us when Gary Sanchez, I'd said if Gary Sanchez caught Gary Cole on opening day, it's just for theater. And it was because, boom, next start, yeah. the Gashioka is behind the plate. Right. And this would be the same. It, it's not exactly the same thing, but it's just one of the things that the Yankees do that doesn't make any sense. If, if like we said, yep. if if Gary's not going to catch Higgy uh, Cole, then why does it matter that Gary catches on opening day? And if Glaber Torres is not the shortstop, why does he have to play short? Why? Because somebody's feelings are going to get hurt that they didn't play opening day. Too bad, Glaber. You fucked this all up. So sit the if you. DJ LeMayu, you want to play DJ LeMayu at second base? So that means IKF's got to be the shortstop? Okay. Glaber, I don't feel any sympathy for you that you hit six home runs last year and were so bad that we went through, we just went through everything that 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 happened because he was so bad. I don't feel bad that he's gonna have that he would possibly have to take a seat on opening day. You know what? Put your big boy pants on and deal with it. You were the one that that's that were that was bad last year. Yeah, because it, I mean, why did the Yankees play Higashioka behind the plate when Garrett Cole pitches? Is it because it, uh, they think it makes because, the, do they think it makes the no, team worse? Because because uh, they they were friends. They were friends. Yeah, but do Even they though, do they think it makes the t- do they feel that it makes the team better or worse? No, they feel that the team is better with Higashioka behind the okay. plate. Okay, so then what you're admitting to me by not playing Gary Sanchez the next start is that. At the expense of your Gary's feelings, exactly. You started a team that you believe is not the best to put out there on opening day, mm-hmm. and and it's your fault that your better option, in your opinion, is Kyle Higashioka. It's your fault. 
So so let's make everyone feel good. Let's put Gary out there. And the, and we'll make it seem like this is what we feel is the best configuration of the team to win. The best gives us the best chances at winning. Until next start. And it's like again, it goes back to the whole what did I buy after after, you know, spending $300 on groceries? And then you look and you got the you got the fucking off-brand stuff. And it's like you know, you again, you put the Oreos, the the mock Oreos on a plate. You don't mm-hmm. tell the kids they're not Oreos, and you you kind of fool them. It's the same right. shit. They think we're stupid. My biggest thing is separating the front office from the players. Right? I've been saying this the last couple shows. I have to do it. I will always root for the players when it comes to on the field competition. I'm always going to root for the players to win, regardless of how I feel about the front office. And the front office, I promise you, does not give a shit about you. They do not care. They made that very, very clear by keeping Brian Cashman as the general manager and allowing him to make the moves that he made this year. And again, I'm not saying this team is necessarily bad. I'm saying there were options and better paths to making this team a World Series contender. And they weren't taken and I just can't wrap my head around it. There were so many. Put the money aside. There were so many moves that just boggle my mind. That just don't make sense. Right. They could have got. They could have got medals if they wanted him. La Yankee King, thanks for the super chat, man. He said uh, Glaber Torres is going to price. Uh, he meant prove. I think prove everyone wrong. He will be a better second baseman than DJ in 2022 and going forward. Listen, dude. Hope so, man. Listen, I, I'm not going to sit here and say you're wrong. I don't know. All I'll say is he hasn't shown me anything to believe that. No, all I'm saying is that it, he's, it's embarrassing that the Yankees would even go down that road again. That right. even if for one day, for six innings, he, he, plays a, he starts a game at shortstop after everything we've been through, he belongs at second base. The problem is you have DJ LeMayu there. Right, and and I'm not taking Torres over DJ. I'm sorry. DJ would have to be abysmal for a good amount of time for me to genuinely feel like he's like Torres is the better option. And the Yankees, uh, I think, based on a lot of the when they when they're playing their quote A lineup or close to it, when eight of nine guys are in the lineup that are going to play mostly every day. Uh, it looks like Josh Donaldson is going to be the leadoff hitter, and DJ LeMay is going to bat fifth. It's wild. That seems that seems to be the the route they're going. I'd be surprised if it was anything different on opening day. Uh, so that's just I, I don't know. Right? Man. Can like, you can you pull up uh, Donaldson's numbers when you get a second from last year? And just tell me if this sounds like a leadoff hitter. And look, it, people are excited about it. It's just like. Again, nothing nothing makes sense to me that this team does. What do you want? Where do you want it? Uh give me his actually give me let's start with his on base percentage because if he's uh, No, give me give batting off. average first. Let's compare it. This is just for twenty twenty one. Yeah. Batting average two forty seven on base percentage three fifty two. Okay, that's good. Uh how many hits did he have? He had uh hundred and thirteen hits in 135 games. And how many home runs? 
26, 72 RBI. And that's your leadoff guy. Walks. No, yeah. what was his on base percentage? That's what I'm. Three, so that's why three, I, he said three fifty two. Yes. And what was his batting average? Two forty seven. Yes. So that's I mean, good. you like to you like the separation there. For How many sure. walks, uh, right? How many walks? Uh, I went to I went to Lemayhu really quick. Where Lemayhu was two sixty eight and a three forty nine on base percentage. So right there in on base last year, but walks were seventy four walks for Donaldson last year. And how many? Uh, Played appearances? He had 543 played appearances. Anything else I could help you with today? No, it's pretty good, man. Sir, this is a McDonald's. <laughs> Sir, just pull up the second window. <laughs> uh, but the problem is you went... So now, what, what brings to me, to me, the, the best value I can get from Josh Donaldson is to have him be a 30-100 guy. 30 home runs, be in the middle of the lineup, right. hit 30 home runs, drive in 100 runs, right? Don't you feel that's what your best value for Josh Donaldson is? Yeah. So now you're taking that now you're taking that away because we don't have a leadoff hitter? Right. They're just, they're the Yankees. Here's the best way to describe the Yankees. They have been, they are, they've they're, been they're, making moves out of desperation. They're stupid is the best way. Well, when you're desperate, you do stupid things. And you make stupid decisions. One of my fa- one of my favorite gifts on when I on on the Twitter is uh, there's a gif of Randy Orton and he just says stupid, 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 and that applies to the Yankees. It's just everything they do is stupid, stupid, stupid. We're three nights away from from opening day. Why is Aaron Why is Aaron Judge not signed? Why? Because they're stupid. Stupid, stupid. Cuck Martino is reporting that that the that the AAV is over thirty million dollars. Why is the deal not done yet? Why? Because you only offered him three years. Would it would it surprise you if the Yankees went three for ninety nine and be like, "Here's your deal. <laughs> we offered you thirty three million dollars a year, you assholes." Because Crazy. again, and the one the one thing the bare minimum like scrape the bottom of the barrel that, uh, that they had to do in this offseason was to lock up Aaron Judge for the next 6 years that's it and you could have at least went to bed with that and we're here now that they may they may not be getting that done hopefully it's not true but again we always talk about this do you have any faith that they're going to do it do you really like if you had, if i put a gun to your head and said do you think the Yankees are going to sign Aaron Judge long-term? And if you're wrong, pop. You would say no, because it would be the better bet to save your life. I'd have to say to myself, what would the smart decision be and the right decision? And then and then I'd have to predict the opposite. Oh, you can't say gun on a plane on a podcast. I'm sorry. You can't, you can't say, say bomb on a, on a plane. You could say you can't and gun on a podcast. So... A couple other things we're going to get to before we get to Fred's projections here. Um, I know this is the NY, why, why standing for Yankees ST podcast, but uh, we do keep an eye on things over in Queens and got some really bad news on, uh, on Jacob DeGrom uh, earlier or late last week where he might be out for at least the first half of the year with a shoulder injury. Um, I that's mean, just being a talk- baseball fan following Jacob DeGrom. He's the yeah. best pitcher in baseball, dude. 
You hate to I see mean, that shit. I mean, I was talking to a Met fan today, actually. Uh, actually talking to a Met fan today, and he said, you know, everybody says Jacob DeGrom is the best pitcher in baseball, but you to be the best, you got to be on the field. And well, after it's getting year, to that point now, yeah. Now it's, yeah, it's getting to that point. And also now they're looking at a scenario where they might be missing Max Scherzer yes. for the first month of the year. Real quick, so, uh, sorry, uh, I just want to say Hirsch asked, uh, who is Fred? We'll get to it after... This segment, we will explain. Oh, you Fred. don't know Fred. You don't know some Fred. people don't know oh. Fred. We will, we will lay it all out after uh, after we get this taken care of. Um, so for uh, for the for the benefit of those with flash photography, um, excuse that one. <laughs> those who know know, and those who don't are completely yes. lost right now. Uh. What were we talk- oh, Scherzer. So, you know, this is what we do here on the NYYST podcast. We get exclusive clips, audio, uh, interviews to us. And, you know, uh, New York's number one sat down, actually, with the manager of the Mets to discuss uh, wow. his ace missing the uh, potentially half the season. So I think we have that queued up right now, don't we? We do, yeah. Okay, we're joined uh, over the phone by uh, first-year Mets manager, Buck Showalter. Hey, Mark. Buck. How you doing, Mark? Uh, tough news. Uh, DeGrom going to miss a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's get right to it. How do you feel about that? Wait, what, well, what's the plan here? Yeah, well, it's not good. Okay. Well, I don't what's feel good about it. I don't like it. Okay, but, you know, it's something that we're going to have to deal with, whether we like it or not. Yeah, you're going to have to deal with it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. certainly. You know, I don't like uh, it. I don't okay. like it. I don't like it, but, you know, it, it, poor Jacob. Yeah. I mean, just another uh, thing he's yeah. going to have to deal with. You know again. I mean, he's a delicate like, little flower. Yeah, yeah, he's a little flower. Yeah, a little, okay, yeah. what, what what kind of flower would you would you say he is? Oh, uh, well, you know, know there, there actually, there is a flower. I, I, I actually, I do I gave him a nickname. I call him uh, Jacob's Ladder. It's a uh, type of uh, flower, a polymonium ripped. Uh, and, a Pokemon? Yeah. There's a Pokemon it, there? Polymonium uh, ripped. And I learned that okay. back in a gardening class I took uh-huh. back in my scout report days. Oh, yeah, you were a scout there. Okay. Yeah, scout. Uh, scout. Uh, well, Buck, scout. thank you for coming on here. Yeah, it was, it was fun. again sometime. Yeah, have a good time. Uh, you can watch me watch the game sure. sometime, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I know you like to watch. I do. I right. love watching. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I Little cuck. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what they call like me on the NYYST. I do. Okay. I love. I love to watch. I like okay, it. I yeah. like it. I do. Uh, you watch me watch the game? Oh yeah, I'm gonna watch you. Okay. For sure. For sure. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh dude, uh, Mike's. Uh, you know. <laughs> that- <laughs> that's definitely. Uh- <laughs> that interview is not for. Uh, that got cut from the air. That's why it was sent to us exclusively. Yeah, that's it. Got that's it, a late it night. went off the rails. It was Mike's yeah, on that's late. What happens? Actually, Mike's mic. got his own. Uh, he's got a new podcast with Bet Rivers. So uh, you know, we 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 got the exclusive that his own podcast didn't even get. Wow! wow. There you go. Uh-huh. Only here. Only here. Okay. That's how you know you ha- you're in. That's how you know you have a foot in the door. Yeah, for sure. When he gives you when you get audio like before the person creating the audio. For sure. You know. Yeah. So, uh, just another quick thing. Uh, Derek Jeter Day in September at Yankee Stadium. 
Uh, What's this, the fourth installment? And I was saying uh, before, I don't know if you were in the Zoom room yet, uh, Chris. I said it to Pete. I don't, the Yankees have, must have a fear that they don't think they're going to have people in the ballpark late in the season. Yeah. Well, wouldn't you have that fear a little bit? You can only fake it until you make it. If you, if you actually believe in, in some of your talent, I mean, this, they're going to have to fill seats. What what do we have so far? Paul O'Neill day. Uh And now uh Derek Jeter day. Uh huh. Yeah. It's a Friday night in September. I forget the exact date. Uh, first 40,000 fans are going to get a miniature uh, Derek Jeter Hall of Fame plaque, and uh, he's going to throw out the first pitch, uh, and hopefully we'll have news that he's taking over as general manager of the Yankees. But uh-huh, we're not going to get my no, hopes that would up be on smart. that one. That would be too smart. Engine. Well, smarter Yankees, uh-huh. Yankees. Uh, but, I mean, I was saying this, too. Like, my cousin wants to go to the game. Do I really want to go to? I hate going to Yankee Stadium on Friday night. Coming in from Jersey, I can't stay. I can't deal with it. Especially now that I'm old, just can't deal with it. Am I going to go to the game? Ninety nine percent probably. Yes, I will. But I just don't feel the need to. After I went to his final game, we already saw his number get retired. I mean, now we got to go to his Hall of Fame celebration. My too, wife's texting me. Watch- it's, it's September 9th. Okay, okay, Meg. It's September 9th, okay? okay. You want to be a part of the show? Why don't you just come in the... Meg, if you want to be a part of the show, you want me to say your name again, why don't you just come in the room? Just come in the room. Don't don't speak to it. it. (laughs) I should have. That was was a great opportunity. Keep my wife's name out out your fucking mouth. (laughs) Damn. You want to get stapled again? I'm going to fucking slap you right in the fucking face. Yeah, okay. I would be you more of a man though. I'd fucking pop you. I'd punch you. Yeah. Uh-huh. She said, should know the day as Yankee podcasters. Uh-huh. Now I'm on your side. Uh-huh. Bros before. Bros before. Uh-huh. Uh, you said oh, it. He said it, not me. They brought oh. up in the chat just now, Michael Caputo brought it up. I don't know if this was on the show plan, so I'm sorry if I'm jumping the gun. <laughs> But are uh, did we are we going to talk about that Amazon deal that Amazon uh, yeah. that uh, the Yankees? Oh, you want to bring it up? We can yeah, bring it up. Might as well. Michael okay. was, it a, it up. was it a chat or a super chat? It, yeah, was, it was just, just a, a regular chat. Old chat. So I well, I'm not even going to say the guy's name. All right, I'm but I'm but but I'm going to encourage <laughs> anything Michael says that isn't uh, so negative. I want to jump off of the fucking George Washington Bridge. <laughs> oh, Mike, oh, this is who that is. Yes, Mike Caputo. Uh-huh. Let me tell you something. Loyal fan, love you. But dude, just take He's the Yankees negative. out of your life at this point, dude. Just Yo, there's, your big, wife there's is better text, things. Your wife is your wife is texting me to watch it. Watch what? You want me to watch my mouth? You want me to take wow. my eyeballs down, turn them around? Watch what? me watch wow. watch the game. What? You gonna watch me? Don't start. <laughs> do not start. You don't want to go down that road, okay? Please you don't, don't do want you to don't me. you don't want to go down you know? that road. This is you're this is a you're, fight. Yeah. you're 100 <laughs> miles away, bro. You know? <laughs> Yeah. You know, remember when Adrian said at the top of the stairs right before Rocky fought no. Drago, he went off to Russia and she said it's suicide, you can't win. Meg, mm-hmm. when you're fight when you step up to the big dog, that's what it is. You can't win. Yeah. Hey, you Acknowledge- know it late. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. I'm the head of the table, okay? Acknowledge <laughs> me. Yeah, Amazon, whatever. Okay. Look, it's re- it's 21 <laughs> games. It's 
it's um it's replacing uh games that would have been on WPIX. I mean, if you don't have Amazon Prime as a as an American, I don't know what to tell you. Half the country has Amazon Prime, and the ones that don't are because they're ages seven through zero. Like everybody's got Amazon Prime right now. So I get it. Like if it like the Mets are much more affected by the Apple TV Plus deal. And I think the Yankees only have two games on that. So I, that's going to, I'm going to have yeah, to figure gross. that out. Uh, but I mean, Amazon Prime, like I'm not going to get that upset that the Yankees have 21 games on Amazon Prime because everybody has Amazon Prime. And it's going to be the Yes broadcast. It's going to be like how they did Yes on Picks. This is going to yeah. be the same thing. It's just going to be on Amazon Prime. That's the worst okay. part of it. You'd have liked to have just gotten a whole new set of. Not without Michael K. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna listen to Michael K. Yeah. Does that come with free shipping? Those games? Or yeah. What? yeah. 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 Watch me. Watch me get shipped. Okay. 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 I'll come in a box. Okay. I'm gonna get shipped right. <laughs> bro, watch, where you're watch where you're coming, bro. Oh man. Oh boy. So uh, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to Fred in a minute. Is there anything else like little news and notes that we gotta we gotta check on here? I don't want to do predictions or anything like that. I know this is uh, this is the last show before the season starts, but we're gonna all be together live on this channel Wednesday, yeah, uh, as NYY News TV, and we're going to uh, to to do this. And your ten year old is very concerned that she doesn't have Amazon Prime. Chris, what are you gonna do about that? How do you know this? Because it pops up on my iPad that your wife is texting. Why is my wife texting you? Oh, into the group chat. Yeah, sure. Oh, oh, your wife is texting me private, dog. This is turning into the Oscars. (laughs) This is the lead up. Slap on the pod. Slap on the pod. So, uh, what were we just talking about? Fred, what are you on? What are you on? Predictions. (laughs) Fucking cocaine. Honestly, bro, I'm. Take a doggy, Zanny. How long have you known me? Always too long, Zanny. I never thought I'd be friends with you this long. Uh-huh. Especially after I stapled you and the and the and the staple corroded in your arm because you were such a dirty. When pig. I decided to okay. be friends with you, I thought it was max five year commitment. Lindsay, I love you very much. There's your there's your shout out, babe. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, cute. yeah. So uh, we're going to actually be married six years in a couple of weeks. I didn't think that was going to last that long either. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Arbitration. You got to be a free agent. <laughs> uh, uh, what, what were we going to say? Rasan oh, Thompson. Oh, sorry. I, I will Will Smith Cashman. Thanks for the super chat. <laughs> if he turns Clark it. into a long man Action. or reliever. So tired of oh. Yankees turning their pitching prospects, prospects into relievers. I would agree with you, dude. If you did, oh no, Clark. Sorry, I'm thinking Michael King, right? Clark Schmidt. Yeah, Clark yeah, Schmidt. yeah. We love uh, Michael King in the bullpen. Yeah, but he's, <laughs> he's he's right. Clark Schmidt is someone that really needs to get an opportunity as a starting. Yeah, pitcher, but here's so. the thing, dude. Will Smith. The why we hang why we hang your, on to all these prospects ten, and then they don't play them. Year old. Why is your ten year old watching this? Show why is right she now? still like, awake? Oh, you got to put your foot oh, down. Oh, yeah, we're live. we're live. We're like, live. We're watching it. Are they just staring at him? They just sit at the door, and they just sit in seats here, mm-hmm. and they stare at me. So, wouldn't doubt it. What, what were we saying now? Oh, my God. Jesus. That's going to be the name of the show. What was I saying? Yeah, what, what were we, what talking, were we about? talking about? 
We were talking. We were Clark what Schmidt. Were- I don't know. Will Smith. Oh, Clark Schmidt. Uh, yeah, I saw something today that it sounded like uh, he was going to make the team. And what's he, he's going to? What's he going to do? He's going to make the team as a reliever. He's not going to start. Boone's already mapped out the rotation through the first six games. Yeah, he didn't right. say. No. He didn't say Clark Schmidt's name in there anywhere. Crazy. So I think he would be the first option to get the like next crack at the rotation if it if it does. But you know, play out this we way. we got to protect Clark Schmidt because remember when everybody cried like they were Clark Schmidt's mommy when when Boone stuck him into that game with yeah. the bases loaded. That was his major league debut. The kids living out a fucking dream, pitching for the Yankees, and, and we're victimizing him. We're victimizing exactly. Who's Get it. Jesus. But again, enough of the victimizing. We couldn't trade Clark Schmidt because he's our top pitching prospect. But we're gonna. But now, smarter the Yankees, middle reliever. Right. Yeah, middle reliever. Yeah. And Clark <laughs> Schmidt. Clark Schmidt kind of profiles along the lines of the guy that the um, Padres traded. One of the guys they traded but, for Manaya. He's on. He's, is he on his? Is he on his fourth? Uh, is he on his fourth Tommy John? Because that's why right. Brian Cashman yeah. hasn't traded him yet. Okay, you know. Like some guys like garter belts, you know, some guys like uh, nurses' outfits, Brian chokers, Cashman likes Tommy jo- yeah. <laughs> Brian Cashman. <laughs> Brian Cashman's fetish. Brian Cashman Brian has Cash- a Tommy John fetish. Mm, how's that elbow feeling? Is that ligament <laughs> a little loose? Yeah. Right. Can you, can, you, can you not try and do Brian Cashman again, please? Yeah. It's not that sure. good. You need to work on yeah. it. No, I know. It's getting there. It'll get there. It'll get there. All right. So as we were saying, I said, you, you've known me for a very long time. We've been friends since yes. Mark Teixeira signed with the Yankees. Okay. Yes. So that's been a very long that's time. That's the benchmark. Matt, so you know that I'm not in a good mood very often. I'm actually in a very, very good rarely. mood tonight. I'm in a good mood right now. Okay. Um, WrestleMania was over the weekend. Phenomenal. You know, reliving well, good days. Scripted. Stone Cold Steve. Your mother is scripted, okay? You not know, my when, mother. Not your mother. Not okay. mine. Just I watched me. some clips of WrestleMania, dude. It looked actually awesome. With yeah, uh, Stone- the Jackass crew was in there too, right? No, we don't talk about that. Why not? That was cool. No, I'm, we're talking about Stone Cold Steve Austin having his first match in 19 years. Oh, okay? that's cool. That's cool. Okay. You know, so I always get excited for WrestleMania weekend, which is always usually right around opening day. I'm feeling good, you know. I'm start, you know. I've been working out. I'm feeling good. I got the pipes going, bro. Ooh, yeah. oh, put those away, <laughs> dude. <laughs> no, so I'm in. I'm actually in a good mood. I'm just probably not going to fucking last no, for much longer. Yeah. Right. So you so know, it'll happen. It, it'll go. We're away. live. We're live on NYY News TV. We should be you know, drinking. We should have been drinking this episode. Yeah, we should. We should start. We should drinking start drinking. Should I, drinking on the pod. Pound? You want me to do? You want me to double fist some monsters right now? And possibly have a heart attack. If you want us to drink on the pod, we need ten reviews. They could just be edited. Hashtag drink on the pod. How's that? Drink on the pod on Apple Podcast. Hashtag drink on the pod. Leave us the review. If we get ten, we're getting smashed. One of these episodes. Uh huh. I'm not flexing for her, Meg. Please, uh, there's probably somebody out there that appreciates all the hard work I put into this buying. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's bring the show back on. I love my wife dearly. She's we're an hour in. After, we haven't even not, described who Fred is to these people. Not after nothing after that last text, but uh, anyway, yeah. So let's bring the show back around here. You know. Uh, Fred. Okay, so I don't even remember how we how this came to be. We were probably just jerking around one day 
leading up to the season and we were on baseball reference and we saw the projections and we were like, what's this guy fucking drunk? Yeah, because some that's of them exactly like, what happened. Some of them were just like outrageous, but the, the ones that I have here today are not bad. I think for, basically we named the algorithm that baseball reference uses to project stats for the upcoming season. And we named him, uh, we named him Fred. Okay? Right. Because like the schedules, the MLB schedule for years, for like a hundred years used to be done manually by like this old couple. Fred and Ethel. Uh, right. Oh, really? For, is that? No, fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that almost went right uh, But now it's obviously a, an automatic, you know, algorithm coded. And we were reading these and we just said it has to be some old fucking guy working for baseball reference. Drunk off his ass. That gives the predictions of the season. And last mm-hmm. year, I don't think we ever went back and checked our no we did we did mid-season we did mid-season ones i did we did like seven we went back and, and revisited yeah, some of right. them uh so that's why i have the board here anybody on nyy news tv can see it i have the board i was gonna do 20 uh over unders uh 19 and then the yankees win total but i mean do you guys really want to sit down and I love Clay Holmes. I think he's going to be an important piece of the bullpen, but you really just want to sit here and talk about Clay Holmes' ZRA. No, he's not worthy of this yet. I mean, you You know. know, We don't know enough of him. I took took what I felt were the 17 most consequential players on the roster, and we have the Yankees win total. Now, I know somebody last year suggested, why don't you do the hook, you know, the, you know, like, we're going to do it for the wins, 91 and a half. But, like, for me, for doing stats, like, 3.45 and a half year, right? Like, that's just weird to say, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. So we didn't for the for the actual stats we didn't do it for your um, convenience. We were rounding. who runs the show. Uh-huh. For your convenience, who runs the show? I'm ready. What did I say earlier? What did I say earlier? I'm the head of the table. You acknowledge me. I fucking uh, built the table. Stay you did not out of my territory. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have a particular set of skills. We are going to uh-huh. start banging. Anthony Medina, thank you for the super chat. He said, just wanted to say you guys are awesome. My question oh, thank is, you, sir. why are Yankees stocking up on relievers instead of starting pitching? Also looking forward to meeting you guys on June 25th. Because and they the are MLI YouTube News TV All-Stars. Stupid. And thanks for getting tickets to the event. Thanks for the super chat. Thank you chat. very much. We appreciate it. We can't that. wait yes, to meet you. you. And um, yeah, I mean, we say it all the time, smart or Yankees. Either you make the smart decision or you make the decision that the Yankees would make, and uh, those two things are, are polar opposites. They have a history of making the better move for a reliever, so I think they're kind of banking on their own personal oh, experience great. there, and that oh, again, and they something that they know. Again, the they Yankees are, they are they do a good job at building a bullpen. The Yankees year. are managing this team out of desperation. That's why nothing makes sense. That's why they're they're so eager to get behind the camera. To get in front of the camera and tell us they're a World Series caliber team to, you know, we didn't even touch on this. Brian Cashman's so eager to get up there and say he's pissed off when anyone brings up 2017 because, uh, you know, them scoring three runs in four games in Houston is why the Yankees didn't, didn't make it to the World Series. And it's just the same things over and over. So, Do you want to go down that road now? Well, we're an hour in. 
So you I mean, tell you me. Wanna, you want to bring that up now? Oh, I'm going to say what I'm going to say now. Okay. You brought it up. I stayed away from it because I don't, I'm tired of fucking 2007. First of all, it's weak. It's weak minded, you know, bullshit. Yeah. To bring that up, be like, oh, if it wasn't for, ch-. first of all, any, Anybody that's done studies on this is told, uh, has come out and said that Marwin Gonzalez benefited more than any other player from the trash cans. Who did the Yankees sign? Who did the Yankees sign yeah. this offseason? Yeah. Okay. That's number one. Number two, even if you felt that way, shut up. You don't need to go and right. rehash that shit from five years ago. Keep your mouth shut about it because all you're doing now is, is, is you give this fan base more excuses. Like, we would have won if it... First of all, you don't even know that. I got into a disagreement with somebody the other day when because when that came out that Brian Cashman said that, and I said, well, you know, the Yankees only scored three runs in four games. You know, you if the Yankees lost those games 10-8, to eight, you could sell me that there right. was some shady shit going on. But right. not when the Yankees got completely shut down by Lance McCullers in game seven. You can't tell me that they, the Astros were up to something. They lost every they, game 2-1, to 2-1, to one, and then... One of them was like seven to one, and then the final game was. Game. Then they lost four nothing. Four nothing. Yeah. Okay. So you can't. So I've been saying that for years now. If the Yankees would have scored, you know, thirty runs in four games and lost all of them, then maybe you could come to me with something. Right. But they scored three. They scored three. They, the Astros probably didn't even do the the trash can during those games. They they were like, you know what? It's not worth the risk. We don't have to. All we have to do is score two runs and we'll win. And again, and then, you know, like I was saying, I got into disagreement with somebody and they're like, oh, well, if the Astros didn't cheat, then they wouldn't have been in the LCS. Okay, so you now you now have the crystal ball that says that the Yankees would have won whoever they would have played. How do you know that the Yankees didn't wouldn't have played a different team in the wild card game that wouldn't have blown that three nothing lead True. in that game? Or how do you know the Yankees would have even been home in the wild card game? There's so many different variables that you can take into account by saying, well, the Astros shouldn't even have been there. They scored they, one run. They scored one run in those last two games of that series. One run in two games. Yeah. The cheating scandal wasn't the pitching. It was right. The offense. So we're just going to deal in the facts. And the facts are that the Yankees did not score enough runs in Houston to even use that as, as an excuse. Right. Okay. So Brian Cashman can sit there and make excuses for his poor performance all he wants to. I don't buy it. You can sell that to the sheep of Yankee Twitter, but you're not going to sell that to me because I have these, you see these down point. I have these two fucking eyes right here. I watch the team that you've put on the field in the last five years that has not been able to measure up to the other teams that have won world series and they have beaten you in the postseason. So go ahead and change. You know, and you give you give Yankee fans this boogeyman to chase out there, like, oh, the Astros cheated. How? No, how's not cheap? The Astros didn't cheat. Those are not reasons why the Yankees lost. Is because Brian Cashman continually does not do his job correctly. And then you want, and again, now we're going to say this one more time for people that don't understand or, or not picking up on it. How Steinbrenner needs to fire this guy. So until he does that, he's also to blame. Yeah, it it just goes back to the to the whole us versus them mentality that that it's like we just have to always have a villain somewhere. And and it's old. It's fucking old, dude. Look, if you if you came out and won a World Series and you still have a genuine, you know, gripe for 2017, fine, dude. That that's that's your own prerogative. 
But the fact that you're sitting up there after not only failing to win a World Series since then, but actually regressing, you just sound like a whiny bitch. You you sound like a cuck. Is really. Uh, you know what? I used to have so much respect for Aaron Boone. I used to have so much respect for Brian Cashman. But then they open their mouths and they just, they they do it to themselves. When Aaron Boone, he didn't have to say anything, but he went out there and said that he got bullied by an umpire. I don't respect you anymore, okay? I don't. After I made a passionate rant on this show about how the Yankees needed to win for you because you were out there managing and getting all that shit. When did he say that? When did he say he was bullied by an umpire? He said it during the season. He got bullied. The Yankees were bullied by the umpire. Yeah, but didn't you hear, though? he He bullied an umpire. Didn't you hear, though, that him and the umpire made up? And then he said something else after to them. We are going to start banging. It's not, it, that wasn't even remotely funny. It's poor use of, of the drop. Uh, get time. the fuck uh, out. That's that's what Hal needs to be saying to the people that work for him. But, you know, yes, he, he's, he's sailing on his catamaran. So he doesn't care. Yes. All right. Can we get to Fred now? Let's Does do everybody, it. everybody knows Fred. Everybody Everyone knows, knows Fred. Fred. He's the drunken old fool that works for Baseball Reference and does their predictions. He's basically blue from old school. They just yes. put him in front of a computer. Yes. All right. So we want everybody that's in the chat right now chime in. We're gonna we'll, we'll say what the over under number is, and you know we want everybody to to participate. That's why we chose this show as a as a live show. So. Um, there's really no rhyme or reason. I guess it's alphabetical. I took the I took the names right straight down from on the roster list on MLB.com, so it's probably alphabetical. Uh, we'll start with Aroldis Chapman. His over under I chose with 16 saves. Uh, we'll I did I ran all polls yesterday, so we'll just start there. The fans took 86% over on 16 saves for Aroldis Chapman. We'll start with SGR. What's your What's your number or your uh, your prediction there, Ryan? You have to really think the only reason it doesn't go over is that he gets hurt at that point. So I or, I, I think he'll go over that. Okay, Ryan's got it over Chris. He had Thirty saves last year too. So I'd say that Fred has some inside source. Right, he's got sources that told him that Jonathan Lewisica might be taking over as the Yankee closer at some point this season. And that's the only way he can justify such a low over under. I have to take the over. There's that's the only way to me. I don't see Chapman really, you know, I know he, I know he hasn't been healthy every single year, but I'm not going to go. He's not the guy I'm going to go into it saying, yeah, he's injury prone. So I think if anything, there's a better chance he loses his job. And then at that point, I can see where the 16 is a good good benchmark, but I still have to take the over. I'm going to take the over as well, although I don't know how. I don't think it's going to be a high over. I think he's going to sit in the low 20s, and it's because of what Aaron Boone actually said, that the Yankees are going, they might not be married to him in the ninth inning this year. Well, there you go. And it's because he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. And I think they really, they really, and this is why maybe they should have traded Chapman because you, yeah. you, you kind of got to know 
going into next season, if Jonathan Weiser can be that guy, can be the closer of his team and be a cost-effective option as closer to the team where you don't have to spend $16 million a year or whatever Chapman's making as your closer. So I'm going to take the over. I'm going to say it's in the low 20s because I think I think Weiser is going to get a healthy chunk of, of save opportunities. And we all know, we all know that Aroldis Chapman is going to go through his, his phase where he can't pitch. Like he literally, he's fucking. He'll be Ricky Vaughn, like the bad version of Ricky Vaughn at some point. Look at how he started the season last year. He was the he was the best he's ever been, and one of the most dominant I've ever seen a closer start a season. I mean, the dude was unhittable. I think your hot take of before the year was that Chapman was going to have like a MVP. No, I said if he kept up anywhere near what he was doing. He would be, he would be yeah. seriously considered right. for that, for MVP. And from, it was pretty much a day after you said that when uh, he started when he fell to apart, take a t- right? Take a little tumble, right? All right. So next up is Garrett Cole, baby. Three three four ERA. We'll start with Chris here. Actually, the fans took the under at seventy eight percent. What do you say, Chris? Again, I I mean he's your ace. And you have to think he's going to have a bounce back here after last year. Have to assume he's adjusted to the spider tax shit. Have to assume he's going to stay healthy and, and come out with a vengeance. Have to take the under there. It, it better be under. Uh, yeah, I mean, dude, if you're taking the over in here, we got major problems. I mean, yeah, we're that, not... That would be... I'm, sorry. I'm not championing the Garrett Cole SMD tour uh, for 2022 to have him have an ERA even uh, a half a run under the. It's got to be. I mean, we got to be. I need low like twos. Two, we need twos. like. I'm. To, I mean, like two Mid two five. Twos. Anything over two two five is going to be too high for me for Garrett Cole this year. Yeah, dominant. Yeah, but uh, but I mean, in 2019, he went 20 and five with a 2.5. I don't so. care what he did then. I'm talking now. But that I was a Scion calorie year. Yeah, well, that wasn't the Garrett Cole SMD. Tour. Yeah, you want to know the difference Cole though? Has- you want to know the difference of Garrett Cole that year? He didn't have to have much lower than a two five ERA because he was on a team that actually had pitching around it, around him. Yeah, but he still did. He still did his part. Yeah, um, look, will I sign up for that? Absolutely. No, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, you can't. I mean, he can't have it. He can't have an ear right in the mid threes. It's just un, it's unacceptable. I'm sorry, it is for Garrett Cole. That's to me, that's no, unacceptable. That's, that's too high for someone getting paid that that much as the ace so, of the Yankees. So, so I, what's your I'm pick? going under as well. You just have to uh-huh. as a fan. You have to. You have to. Uh-huh. You're not. You're. You, you shouldn't nah, root for that, the team that's, if you're going that's too over. Too pessimistic that. at that point if you're saying that. All right, we got Josh Donaldson up next, the leadoff hitter extraordinaire. Uh, the fans took the over on this one. It's 63 runs batted in. It took the over at 86%. I'm going to take the over. Uh, I think even at, even uh, even as a leadoff hitter, I got to think he's going to be in the upper 80s, close to 90. I mean, if you're getting 63 RBIs from Josh Donaldson, uh, A, he's hurt, or B, he had a terrible year, and neither one of those things are acceptable considering – the trade that was made. I think there's a reason. Oh, sorry. You going to the, going to the poll first, right? I did the poll. You can go next. Uh-huh. I, I, I think there's a, a reason why the Yankees didn't get rid of Glaber Torres. And 
I think there's a reason why they're playing him at short this spring training. Um, yeah, because they're stupid. You want to say it again? Because they're stupid. But I think they're trying to make him as versatile as possible going into this year because they think there's a good chance they scramble at some point. And I want to get on the Donaldson train, man. As much as I always hated him, I will root for him. I want to see him dominate. But I just, if I'm being genuine, I don't see it happening. I'm taking the under. It, okay, really, it really just it looks like it's going to come down to health with him, that it's just a matter of if he can stay on the field. But I, I think he can. I, I'll go over on that one. He only had 72 runs batted in last year in 135 games, though. So it's was he leading off for the Twins last year? Is that a part of it? That's a lot of games. People in the Twins are, uh, in Minnesota don't, Minnesota don't even watch Minnesota. the Twins, okay? <laughs> All right. Uh, next up is Joseph Gabagul. Uh, Joey Hello? Gallo, okay. uh, three forty on base is the uh, is the uh, over under number. We'll go back to SGR here. What's your what's your pick here? I, I have I actually. Have... I'm sorry, Ryan. I want I I'm, I'll get it before we're uh, we're done here. Joey Gallo, the fans voted sixty four percent on the over on on three forty on the on base. Sixty four percent voted over. Yeah, on that one, that's that's pretty high amount. I mean, that's that's a that's a good on base. I think he's going to have a nice. A nice year for the Yankees. He'll be more comfortable and have a full year under his belt. I'll go over there. Uh-huh. I hope for him this year. He, he, Chris? Just to put it into context, I mean, his on-base percentage last year um, was 351. And he hit 199, right? Or 198? 199, dead on. So I have to assume he's going to have a better season at the plate, mm-hmm. which he's a, he's – I love him on this team. I know people hate that he strikes out so much, but this dude knows how to get on base, and the Yankees need more guys like this. I really think it's going to be over. I think I think it'll be a decent amount over, too. You know what, too, for Gallo is that this is the biggest year of his career up to this point because for he's sure. a free agent next year, and they're getting they're, they're, it looks like they're getting rid of the shift for next season. So if any player in baseball benefits from the most from this it's joey gallo no, he's the he ship. bitched about it his his salary if he has a good year this year and they truly ban the ship starting next year he's gonna get paid yeah so, uh sure. this is sure. this is a tough one for me because for me to feel that he's gonna have a 340 on base even though you said he had a 350 with 199 he's got to hit he's got to hit uh around 210 215 do you do I think he's going to be 199 bad this year? Probably not. So uh, I'll take the over as well. Uh, but that's also predicated on him, you know, actually, you know, not hitting 199. Right. All right. Here's uh here's, here's a, I'm going to, I'm going to do this one first. Okay. Is that all right with you? Yeah, it's great. Uh-huh. Got it. Uh, the fans voted 60% under for this one. It's Aaron Hicks, 80 games played, and there's actual no games played on baseball reference. I just took uh, the plate appearances and divided them by four because that's what the average plate appearances right. per game is, is four. So I got 80 games, and uh, it's under, and it's under by a lot, okay? If the over-under was fucking three, I would take the under on three games played for Aaron <laughs> Hicks. Oh, man. Way under. Way under, dude. 
Wouldn't even be close to that. Plus, it's more than the, just the injury this year. It's playing time because because if he's not doing all right, they're they most likely aren't going to keep running him out there because they have options. Yeah. So, and add add the fact that he gets hurt every other you know every other week. It's not it's not going to be an eighty game season. I don't think. I'd next. say I'll go under as well. I'd say there's a better chance Brett Gardner plays over 80 games for the Yankees. Yeah, really. You could say who's going to play more games than the Aaron Yankees Hicks and Brett Gardner isn't even a fucking Yankee. I, I okay. agree with that. Uh-huh. All right, Kyle Higashioka, the number is 13 home runs. The fans took 78% on the over. Ryan, let's start with you. Well, he's on. he's got more than half of that already and we're only in the spring. So, well, these ones I'll, don't count. Yeah, I oh, they don't. They don't roll over. No. <laughs> like it's rollover not, minutes? Shit. It's not your unused um, PTO. No. Um I'm gonna I'll I'll go over you have to go over thirteen. He's gonna be the starting catcher. He's gonna get more games played this year than probably ever before in his career. He's got a power bat. He'll he'll strike for some Hickey bombs this year. I'm I'm thinking over thirteen Hickey bombs this year. What are you thinking, Chris? Christian, can you go before me? I I'm trying to look something up on Higashi. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh I'm very conflicted about this number because it's right in the range that I'm thinking for Kyle Higashioka. I know a lot of people say, oh, if he's going to play starter starter minutes or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it, if he's going to get it to start or share the games, he'll hit 20, 25 home runs. As Chris said earlier in the show, when you have to factor in Kyle Higashioka as a starting player, now you're going to have a game plan for Kyle Higashioka. And we saw how when Kyle Gashioka took over the role as starting catcher last year, how he didn't hit nearly as well or basically at all uh, as he did when he was just getting spot starts. So, no, I don't think he's going to hit 20, 25 home runs this year. Can he run into 15? Probably. Uh, it's I'll take the over, but a very, very weak over on mm-hmm. 13 home runs for Kyle Gashioka. Okay. Um, so he had 10 home runs last year. He played in 67 games. How many of those 10 home runs did he have in his first nine games played? How many home runs did he hit this year, last year? 10. Seven. No, not that high. Four? Four. Four. Yeah. Four of them. Almost half of them came then, and I believe it was... 17 games when he had like he had like five or six of them and then the rest were just here and there so again adding on to his games it would have to be significantly more than 67 and he'd have to get a whole bunch in the beginning before the league was just actually you know paying attention to him enough and and taking him seriously for them to figure him out well so Let's I, see, though, this is a different role for him this, this is a, year, too. This is actually, you gotta, yeah, you're right. You're right. This he's is a, not the backup anymore. He's the starter that can yeah, stay he the knows starter. He's, he, I mean, he knows he's a starter. So. Right. But this I just, is a good one. I, I'm going to I'm gonna take the over. I'm right. going to give you. We've I'm, all been in, in agreement. Only only I was uh, opposite of you guys. Chris took the Donaldson. under on Donaldson. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm gonna take the over. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be optimistic with Higgy. Yeah, let's be optimistic with Higgs. All right. Uh, next up, the number for Aaron Judge is 30 home runs. 91 percent of the fans voted over. 
I'm taking the over. I mean, if you're thinking less than 30 home runs for Aaron Judge, then that's just not – again, there's certain guys that have to hit certain numbers for it to be acceptable. Or not acceptable, but if you want the Yankees to do what you want the Yankees to do this year, Garrett Cole has to be way under 3-3-4. If you, if you want the Yankees to do what you want the Yankees to do this year, Aaron Judge has to be over 30 home runs. You know, he's got to be pushing that 40 number. So I'm taking the over. I mean, I, again, we said if Aaron Judge was healthy last year, he'd be an MVP candidate. And he, he, I mean, he really wasn't because, of, you know, everybody's, you know, gargling Shohei Otani. And, you know, Vlad Guerrero was great too. But, uh, you know, Aaron Judge was right there with them for me. And, you know, I feel the same way this coming season. So I'm taking the over on 30 home runs. Yeah, look, the Yankees only have a few more days before uh... – before you can technically say Aaron Judge is going into his walk season. And that's going to be motivation too. And not necessarily saying they won't get something done before opening day, but that could just add fuel to the fire. He had 39 home runs last year. Phenomenal year. But he still, even as good of a year as he had last year, didn't have what what you truly know he's capable of. So I'm going to say he's going to put it all together and it's going to be it's going to be closer to 40. I'm going to say over. Yeah, I'll go over. I'll go over for Judgey as well. All right, we've got DJ LeMayu here. The uh, number is batting average and it's I love this number actually. This is a really good one. It's 285 on the batting average. Chris, what do you got here, pal? Um, I'm going to say way over. 285. I think DJ not only bounces back, but DJ has one of the best years he's had as a Yankee. I'm going to say over. Now, SGR, you're up here, brother. You're the one that called the you you called you the did, under dude. On it last year. You did, man. You we got to give you credit. You we, put the Maloik on DJ LeMay. We thought last year. we thought you were out of your mind when you said it. Are you going to do it again? Are you going to put the? Are you going to do it to DJ LeMay? It was again it was year? 280. What five, five. to eighty five? Yeah, I'm going under. I don't think he's. I, Damn, I don't know. dude, you're like the you're like the octopus that that predicts the Super Bowl. Uh, I, yeah, and then everyone's like, oh, they fucking pick that you're not, team. You're not the first person who's told me that. Mm-hmm. Just kidding, <laughs> you are. <laughs> but it's like, ah, uh, SGR sit under. I just don't. I just didn't like the year he had last year. I didn't like the where he was putting the ball in play. Well, dude, he was. It came out that he was fucking hurt the whole year. I don't know. There's only a handful of guys that I'm unfortunately pessim- pessimistic about, and right now I'm very piss- pessimistic about DJ Lemayhew. Uh, he's one of those guys you got to prove me wrong. I'd said I like this number, uh, but I'm gonna again. I'm gonna take the over, and it's a weak over. It's a weak. Like I'm not sh- saying he's gonna hit 295, 300. Oh. I like it. I like it in like the, you know, 289, 290. Oh. I feel like that's where he's going to be. We have some breaking news, there. dude. Yeah. What's, You're not reading the is chat. Is it good news? Austin, is it good? Austin no, Meadows. Good news. Yeah, good news for the Yankees. Yeah, sure. Goes to the Detroit Tigers. What? Yeah, dude. Why didn't the Yankees get Austin Oh, Meadows? wait. Didn't we have a whole show on that where you said he might become available and the Yankees should jump all over it? Smarter Yankees. We had, yeah, Smarter we had to talk Yankees. about that. I remember Christian saying now, that. Now, we oh, know. 
And the Rays, you know what the Rays got? A shortstop prospect with the Yankees only have 90 of. Oh, oh my God. Oh, okay. Whatever. I'm, who cares? Right. It's, it's honestly a good thing, man. I'm glad he's out of the A. Oh, he kills He was the Yankee killer right now. He kills. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore, fellas. Uh-huh. Did we all did we all do we all did DJ right? We all did that one. Yeah. All right. So next up here is Jonathan Lewizica. I was hoping they would do saves, uh, but they only put in three. And I get I know it's based off of what he did last year, yeah. so that's why I didn't do it. Uh, so where so, does Fred think the Yankees are getting saves from? Then he's only got nineteen total between Lewizica and Chapman. He probably thinks that they're going to be bad. Mm, that's true. Uh, so he's got the he's got J Lo at three four four as the ERA. The fans took it at eighty six percent under. Uh, I think he's going to be one of. The, I honestly think he's going to be one of the most dominant relief pitchers in baseball this year. Uh, just continue to piggyback off of what we saw last year, and hopefully uh, is able to show us that he can be the guy next year. So I'm taking the under on three four four. Yeah, I think he's got he's gonna have that swag too, where he kind of comes in. He he's confident. He knows that he he made a name for himself uh, last year. He's you know, even last year going into it, he had a lot to prove. And I'm not saying he doesn't still have to prove some to us, but he's definitely confident that he has the ability to be a guy that most hitters are gonna fear when he comes into the game. I'm gonna say again. Way under on this one. I think Loisica has a dominant season. And again, the Yankees need him to have a much better ERA than 3-4-4. If Jonathan Loisica, who in my opinion is going to be one of the most relied upon relievers this season, sure. has a 3-4-4 or higher, the Yankees have way bigger problems than we than we even think. So I have to take the under here. Yeah, and he had a he had a 2-1-7 ERA last year. I mean, that was one of the better relief performances I remember seeing the Yankees having in a while. You, you'd think he's going to have some sort of version of that again this year. 344 is a bit high, so unless he has a couple clunks in there where it's just a few bad outings where he gives up a lot of runs, I, I go well under that. All right, we're on to Jordan Montgomery, Chris's favorite player. The over-under number is 150 innings pitched. Uh, 65% of the fans took the over. Uh, Chris, since you love him so much, do you want to start there? 150. Can I, uh, why don't you go to SGR? I, I like to see what they did last year. I like last to, year he, he I like to have 57 innings last year and a third. I think so he, then I'd say Montgomery comes out again. I've, I, I say this all the time about Montgomery. I think his best quality is that he's a reliable guy in this rotation. I'm going to say he comes out and comes close to replicating what he what he gave this team last year. So I'll take the over. SGR, yeah, that's um, I'm I'll take the over as well. I, I the best thing about Montgomery for this team is that he does take the ball and eat innings. So you're hoping that if there's any sort of success for them this year, that a part of it is going to be Montgomery just pitching every fifth day. Yeah, as a uh, two starter. Yeah, right. So over, if you over, break over. It, if you break it down, right, 150 innings pitched, 30 starts is five innings start. That's not good enough. 
It's just not, I mean, it's just not him averaging five innings a star. It's just not good enough. Uh, I think he's got to be pushing that 180 number. And if he's not, the Yankees are going to be in a lot of trouble because if we're saying he's one of the most reliable stars they have and he's not giving them 180 innings, where are the innings coming from? So I'm going the over because the Yankees need it. And I think my team will give it to him. So were the Yankees, did they ever say, um, did they ever say like outright that they were um, protecting him a little bit coming up to injury last year? Or did it just, because that was his first, last year was his first full season back. After yeah, Tommy yeah. John. He, he, he pitched a little in September the year prior. Yeah, I remember he came in against Toronto, I think was his first game. Or Seattle, mm-hmm. one of those. Something like that. Um, I didn't know if the Yankees made it known that maybe they were just protecting it, protecting him a little bit or if he just couldn't go Dude, deep they baby the everybody, so what the fuck does it matter if they say it or yeah, not? It's true. All right, we're on to Anthony Rizzo here. Uh, this is another pretty solid number here. 21 home runs. 77, uh, 77% of the fans took the over. Uh, SGR, you want to kick it off on that one? 20, 21 dings. Let's look at his career. Uh, he sits there in the 30, high 20s, low 30 range. Full year at Yankee Stadium as the clear... Uh, I guess maybe not clear first baseman, but maybe LeMayhew taking some time if, if they want to do it that way. I'm going over for that lefty bat at Yankee Stadium. You got to go over. Yeah, I'm going to take the over as well. I, I I think he's probably going to be in the like 26 to 28 range. I don't know if he's going to go crazy, but he should run into a few cheapies. You know, Chris Chris can show the shirt when he comes back on screen here. Uh, you know, a few porch jobs. You got so porch. We'll, we'll, We'll say uh, we'll definitely say the over on Rizzo there. Yeah, I think uh, it's going to depend a lot on what the other guys in the lineup are doing and where the Yankees stick him in the lineup. Um, I think that Anthony Rizzo, if the guys around him like Stanton, Judge, um, Gallo, the big guys, even Donaldson, if he comes out hot, um, those guys having a good season can result in Anthony Rizzo you know, seeing a lot better pitches to hit. And with that short porch, I'd have to say uh, over. All right, we're on to Luis Severino here, and I wanted to do innings pitch to get an idea of, you know, how fans thought he would be healthy this year or not. But Fred projects him to pitch 35 innings this year, and oh, I just thought that Jesus. was that was just way too low to, to have a – in a, an articulate conversation about. So I took the ERA and it's three eight six. I'm gonna. I like this. I really do like this number because I think if he's gonna be out there, I think he's gonna be effective. But uh, how effective and how often will he be out there? Uh, so, uh, you know what? I'll take the over. And, but not that I think he's going to have a terrible year. I just don't think he'll be dominant this year. His ERA might, you know, if he 3-9 to 4-10 after not pitching really since 2018 full season, I think you kind of got to take it. If he makes 25 to 30, you know, he makes around 25 starts, I think you have to take that from Luis Severino. All right, let me ask you a question. I'm going to I'm yeah. gonna take uh, the under because I feel like, if Severino comes back and stays healthy, that he's so talented that he will 
will show everyone he can still be elite. But my question to you is, do you do you think that you're okay with that number? Like you would sign up for that just given his past? Or are you okay with it in the context of where the Yankees, what the Yankees are expecting out of him? Like There's, the Yankees look, are expecting to, him to be a two, right? Are you okay with about, that? We talked about this last week. I'm not, he, the Yankees need a legitimate two. They fucked up by not getting one. Or getting somebody that was at least a three, a legit three. Somebody that you knew was going to take the ball 32 times and pitch and pitch well. They, they messed that up by not doing that. And I can't hold that against Luis Severino. Me personally, I can't hold the Yankees' stupidity against Luis Severino. So for Luis Severino, the pitcher, yes, I will take what I said, high, high threes, very low fours making 25 starts because the guy has not pitched a full season since 2018. Now, that's not good out of your number two. But again, I can't, like I said, I can't hold that against Seve because the Yankees are dumb. I yeah. can't. All right. mm, fair enough. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I'll go I'll go with the over for Seve. He's he's another guy. I think I have two two players on this team that I'm kind of pessimistic about. And one's LeMahieu, the other Severino. Because if those two guys can you know, come back and be that, that person that we once saw out of them, then this team goes from being a, a middle of the pack AL team to a true world series contender. That's true. If both of either one or both of those two can really outperform my own expectations, then this team becomes elite because if, is there any other player on this roster right now that if he doesn't play above what, what Fred's projecting that this team doesn't, isn't a top world series contender in the American league other than Luis Severino. No, you're right. It, and I'd say you said either one of those two. I'd say no. Both of them, mm-hmm. if they both hit their ceiling and have insane years, it completely changes the the perspective you have on this team. Right. There's one guy on this team that is a complete X factor where if he pitches, like you said, if he plays to the top of his potential, it completely changes the way you feel about this team. And it's Luis Severino. But again, I need to see it, man. I can't, I can't hang. I can't have that dream anymore of him being an ace because right. he, he hasn't, no. he hasn't been because he's not been on the field. So, and, and honestly though, that's a fair point that you're making that it's really not his fault that he's the number two. And you'd hope that the fans pers- perspective is that, you know, give this guy some starts, let him get back into the swing of things of being a starter again and see how it works out. But the expectations are right now, if he's starting the second game of the year, he's your number two starter. I don't know who else else would be. Unless Tyone gets the nod. You know, there's there's something that goes along with being a number two. Now, Sevier was already announced as starting. No, no, no. I'm I'm saying, like, over time this season... I said I don't know who else would be the two starter. All right, so let's jump ahead here because well, Tyone's actually not the next one, but the one following. Let's go to him. Uh, his over under number is 132 innings pitched. 55 percent of the fans said over, so they're not confident that Lou, uh, Jameson Tyone's going to stay healthy this year. Uh, you were just mentioning him, Chris. So let's start off Tyone. Ah, man, I gotta think he'll stay healthy. I, I again. If I don't think these things, then I might as well not watch the team. It better be over 132 innings. 
I mean, it, it better be. I have to take the over. I think Tyone is actually gonna gonna you know come back into form this year and be the guy that the Yankees thought they were getting and really kind of put it all together. I'm gonna take the over. Yeah, I see. I see him hitting uh, right around that number and over. Uh, he made 29 starts last year and and threw 144 in a third inning. So you'd hope that he'd be somewhere around that number again this year. So over. Boing. Actually, uh, I got to take the over, and I, I need a big over. I need like 60 innings over, to be honest with you. This is, the, this is really the guy that you want to step up and pitch behind Garrett Cole, in my mind. Well, he's capable he, of it. He showed you last year – how remember was it July? Yes. Who's the best pitcher in baseball in July? He was. He was. Yeah. And then he got hurt because that's what he does. Uh. And again, you know, it's, it's back to it's back to Brian Cashman, where you know the the Yankees could have got him or Joe Musgrove, and maybe Joe Musgrove isn't, you know, his his uh, whatever people looked at isn't as sexy as Tyone's was. He didn't or have two Tommy Johns. That's exactly correct. Joe Musgrove pitches and Jamison Tyone doesn't. So maybe you t- you got Yankees need to start reevaluating how they do things and, t- and start t- getting guys that are reliable and maybe not the best, but reliable because reliable can help you win. Yeah, because you're not getting on- the best anyway. You're not getting yeah, the best if anyway. Not, if you're not on the f- if you're useless. Uh, you're absolutely useless. The, somebody said this, and it's true. The best ability is availability, and the Yankees seem to be acquiring guys that are, that are not available. That just seems to be their MO right now because they're all reclamation. It's just, they're just a, a team of reclamation projects, and it's it's and it was James and Tyone last year. So, I mean, he's got to put together a season, and he's entering his walk year. He's got to put together a season where you feel – like he can legitimately be a guy that you trust in the postseason behind Garrett Cole. I'm not that you know the Yankees will be the third wild card, but still, you know, Tyone Tyone reminded me a lot of uh, James Paxton's final year here, where he was battling some some injuries and and whatever. But when he found his groove, man, you remember when Paxton had those like 10, 12 games in a row where he was just innings. he was just one of the best pitchers in baseball. Yeah, that's how kind of Tyone was, and then he ended yeah. with the injury. But I have I have more hope with Tyone. They're both guys who are you would think are good starting pitchers, but they, you know, Paxton never took took it to the next level like you it's thought. Funny too, I think both of those guys they started throwing their curveballs more, and that's what kind of made them more yeah. effective. I think you're right. So, but compare. so I'd hope I I think I have more more faith in Tyone taking it to the next level and, and kind of proving he's more than what people think he is. Okay. That's, that's your take. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just want to look at some before we do the next one. Okay. Um, so we'll, we'll go backwards here. Cause the next one was supposed to be John Carl Stanton. The number is 129 games played. Uh, fans took 73% the over, I believe I just saw he played 139 last year. I'm going to be optimistic that Big G is going to be on the field and Big G is going to dominate and and be that dude again. Uh, so I'm taking the over on 129 games played. I I'm going to hope. And again, we can we can do smarter Yankees on this. 
But I'm going to hope that the Yankees saw how capable Stanton is of not only playing the outfield, but playing the outfield and becoming a better baseball player. I mean, this guy clearly, when he was out there every day and in the groove and not just sitting on the bench and coming up every, you know, for four at-bats every game, he became a different player last year. He arguably had the best season on this team, at least in the home stretch. You did not want to you did not want to throw a strike to Giancarlo Stan. And I think I would hope the Yankees start utilizing him better, like they started to towards the end of last year. And I'm gonna take the over. Yeah, again, that's just that's basically me predicting is John Carlos Stanton going to get hurt this year? Exactly. And so, you know, you'd have to just hope that he doesn't get hurt. And if he doesn't get hurt, he's playing well above the 129. So I'll take the over. Oh, he, I don't mind the one IL stint like he had last year. He was off in 10 days or 12 days or whatever it was. I think he missed like 23 or 24 games last year. That's fine. I don't, that's not going to bother me when he plays six games or whatever it was and how it, uh, however he was hurt that one year, that's what the Yankees need to avoid. And we hope that now we've gotten to a point with, with him that, you know, whatever we said, whatever the Yankees did with Stan and Judge last year worked. So just do it again. Don't mess with anything. Don't sure. don't don't be like, oh, no, stop. Stop being the Yankees. You did something that worked. You got the best out of out of your two best players. Don't don't mess it up. Please. Can you just do that for me? Well they couldn't they couldn't get to opening day for you. That was the last thing you asked of any anything from baseball. Uh, I'm asking the Yankees specifically. Mark just left us a super chat. Thanks, Mark. Uh, keep up the good work. I've been listening via podcast since 2017. Glad you guys are continuing to do the show. Thanks, man. man. That's oh, awesome, somebody's man. coming after the OG title, from huh? From the CA. Oh, shit. From Cali, Thanks, man. Appreciate it, man. Stop playing with your wires, okay? Stop playing with your wires. All right, we got four left here. Uh, I know the show is running long, but we're having a lot of we were having a lot of fun. Uh, the last show before the season starts. Thank you, everybody that's still in the chat, still watching, still listening. Yeah, thank, thank you, you very much. We appreciate uh, it. Uh, Gleba, Gleba Torres. I like mm-hmm. this number. I know he hit six last year or thereabouts, but I like this number. Seventeen home runs. The fans took seventy percent over on the seventeen home runs. Who you want? Damn. You want to go first, SGR? Well, what he hit in his career year with 37, 30, 38, 38, 38. Then he went to six last year. <sighs> Gosh, I want to say the over. I liked how he's looked so far, but I, I just don't trust that he has that power like he once did. I'd go under. I there is plus not- the playing time factor. He might not get as much of an opportunity this True. year as he's gotten in years past. So under. Um, there is not one guy on this team that I am more down on than Glaber Torres. Not only has he failed to meet his expectations, he has been such an utter embarrassment on this team other than that one year, but since then. And I, do, I saw no signs of anything changing or getting better. I have to go under. I have no. I'm not saying he's he won't hit more, but I have no yeah. faith in him. I really don't. Well, they're saying in the chat that the juice ball may be back this year, and if the ball is juiced, I'm thinking over. 
If the ball's juice, uh-huh. that's different. Yeah, depends what All ball right. they're using. So if you're taking the under, right? If you're taking the under, aren't you basically saying he's a bust as the major league baseball? I've been player? saying that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. So that's what you're. That's basically what you're saying. No, I'm not. I'm not singling you out per se. I'm just saying if you are saying that, you're you're basically going on the line and saying that he's a bust of a baseball player. Correct. And right. This is a prove it year for him, right? This is where he has to show that he actually can have a career in baseball. Okay. Uh, I'm very, I like this number. I'm very conflicted because I say, if you take under 17, then you're just admitting that he's a waste. He's just, yep. he's, he's, he's just a waste. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to, that he's got that. He's got the dad strength now. Uh, it's true. He's the father. Our, uh, uh, I'm not going to. S- our live chat has the polls going too. Is split 50 50. So I'm not going to say. I don't think he's going to have one of those 38 home run years, but can you give me 22? Is that fair? I would sign up for it every day. All right. I'll take the. Un- I, I'm sorry. I wrote down. Wait, Ryan, you took what? You took the over? Under. We both oh, took Ryan. the under. Yeah, we both took the under. You both took the under? Yeah. Where's Ryan? Why is not Ryan not answering huh? for himself? What? Under. Did you take the under because my brother because my brother speaks. For I him. speak for him. I'm the power. Uh, the yeah, I took the under, man. I took the under. He's a uh-huh. wash. Uh-huh. He sucks. Lebe right, uh-huh. uh-huh. Torres, you suck. All right. Uh, the greatest shortstop to ever live. Uh-huh. Anthony Volpe. No, Isaiah Kiner Falefa. The number I took was 265 on the batting average. Fans said 70% over. Uh, this is like right fucking there again, dude. Like, Fred, did, ah. is Fred sober now? I yeah, love so. that. No, I love 265 for IKF because I think if he hits 265, you t- I, I like that. I think if he hits 265, then he's a comp- he's I'll competent. It. I'll lock that a lot. Like, uh-huh. That's a Little good one. I'm going to watch him. I'm I would definitely watch. watch. Huh? I'd watch that. I'll sign up for it today. Um, I'm going to take the under, though, just because it's the Yankees, and they, they punt it for this guy, and 265 would be him being a good baseball player, and they don't deserve IKF to be a good baseball player because of what they did. So fuck you, and no offense, IKF, but I'm taking the under. Does anyone have IKF's uh, numbers up from last year? No, uh-huh. I was gonna, but I didn't. I think he hit like. I'll do it right now. I, I just want to know. I want to know how many games played he had last year. Oh, he played like 158. One. Okay. Yes. And what was his batting average? IKF played 158 last year, and he hit uh, 271. Okay. I personally feel that IKF, because he's known more as a defensive guy that he's going to be the type of player that if he's not getting consistent playing time, consistent at bats, he's really going to regress at the plate. Um I don't think he's going to I don't think he has the talent to unless he's getting consistent at bats to put up a 271 batting average. I'm going to take the the under. Yeah, I'll I'll take the under as well. 265 is a fucking great batting average for a Yankee. So to expect that out of a first-year guy Actually, his career batting average. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. I'm looking at it now. But he played his career at 
in Texas, which is mainly, you know, well, I guess they have a new ballpark that doesn't necessarily profile as a hitter's park, but we'll see how he does. I mean, you're playing shortstop for the Yankees, so there's that extra pressure there. It's his first and you know they're going to so. fuck with him. You know they're going to put him. He's played second also now. And catches. Like he's going he's to catch a few games, too. Yeah, and they'll probably fuck with his swing. They'll and probably put him in the outfield for a couple field, games. Become a power hitter. Whatever, yeah, exactly. Him up and yeah. two thirty. He's a great oppo hitter. He'll start pulling the ball, and that'll be it. I'm going to take the under. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Uh, all right. So uh, Nestor Cortez is the final player in his ERA. Uh, the number was three nine nine. The fans said under at sixty six percent. I'm taking the over because I just, I just think the. Uh, the, the bloom is off the rose, man. Not that I, not that we've seen anything to suggest that, except for that we did in 2017 when he was really good, and then the Yankees DFA'd him and sent them off to Seattle. Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I am not, I am not in love with Nestor Cortez like a lot of people on social media are. I, I don't well, give a shit yeah. about the goddamn turtle. Fuck the turtle because the Yankees lost in the wild card game. So who cares about? Did they kill the turtle? Some, no, no, they uh, fucked the turtle. They, well, they fucked him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, going you, off. You want to get? You want to get thrown off the show? Going yeah. off the rails. Yeah, maybe at this point. All right, so I'm taking the over, Ryan. You want to? You want to bang reptiles? <sighs> yeah. Okay, reptilians. Uh, yeah, I, you have you. He's the fifth starter, so if he's going under three ninety nine, that's f- great. So I'll I'm I'll hopefully be wrong on this, but I have to say the over. I don't think his stuff will profile for a second straight year like. It did. What are you doing with your cord? Are you kicking? Yeah, it? Brian. Um, no, man, I was just fucking moving. I didn't know I have to stay completely still during the podcast. You can't kick a cord. You can't kick the cord. Very I, temperamental. I didn't kick the cord. I, ju- I did move my legs, so I'm so sorry that I Stop moved, moving your legs. I moved my position after sitting in the same spot for two hours. Stop moving your legs. Uh, you look thin, by the way. Me? I gained so much weight. No, you look thin. Um, okay. I got a gullet. Here's my thing with Cortez. It, without looking, unless you guys have his numbers from last year up. I don't. Me neither. Off the top of your head, real quick, how many games started did he have last year? 16. Christian? Did you look? Do you yeah, know? I know it. Probably in the 20s. 14. That's 14. it. 14. It just felt like it. What was so, his ERA? Like three six? Two nine. Really? Nine. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Two nine. Can I move is did I so has that been doing this the whole episode and you're just telling no, me? No, no, no. Just recently. You're good now. Okay. Okay. Um Ryan, uh, you are an ophidil ophidiophiliac because that is a person that <laughs> wants to have sex with reptiles. Okay. Oh my god. Ophidiliac? <laughs> yeah, all right. O O G R? Um, <laughs> so if the Yankees are serious about him being in this rotation, then I have to take the over <sighs> if he's going to be really slotted into this rotation all year. I don't see that happening long term. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of, t- I'm kind of torn on it. I, I have to take the over though, which is unfortunate because I like to give players a benefit of the doubt, especially after his season last year, but 14 games. We were just so high on him because he stepped up and in a way we never expected him to. Right. And he yeah. finished out the year as a starter, right? Yeah. Yes. So this year he he's starting as one and he would be removed at that point if he Yeah. 
is shitty, and then that would be a well above three nine nine. Our last one here, Yankee team wins. Uh, we got this from the DraftKings Sportsbook. Their number is 91 and a half wins uh, for the regular season. 69% of the fans took the over, uh, and this is right on par with what they did last year. They had 92 wins in the regular season last year and zero in the postseason. So. Mm-hmm. Zero in the postseason, but you got to think, all those incrementally, they did get better this year, but so did the American League. East in a way, but yeah. also Baltimore got pretty much worse this year. So that's another team that you're just going to be able to totally take advantage of. So I'd say over. I'll go. I'll go a little bit over that. Ninety three wins. Chris. Yeah, I think that's pretty. That's exactly what I was thinking. Ninety three. Um, I'll take the over. Out of just staying positive. <sighs> This is a 93 win team. Can we push? Can we take the push? When you play, when you play the how Orioles. How do you push? How do you see? Push all right. So, so think Yankees. about it this way, though. Think about it this way. They won 92 games last year, and weren't they a 500 team against Baltimore last year? Oh, but they were a 110 pace uh, win uh, after the All Star break. That's all I right. hear anybody say. So, you know, that I think their win, win loss is going to be really, it's going to come down to Baltimore. Can they rake against Baltimore like they've done in years past? Or are they going to be a 500 team against them like they were last year? Or are they Stay only going to lose two games against them? Uh-huh. Sorry, sorry. You sound like you're we punching have, something. Uh-huh. I'm just we not going like, to talk then the rest of the episode. No, it's not when you no. talk. Your voice sounds beautiful. Did you get your quota I, in of words? Okay. Do I, I made the show <laughs> extra... Well, I, I made the show that, extra long today so you could get your full quota I in. I think that Baltimore analysis just put me over the quota, so I'm good. Uh-huh. Uh, do I really want to say this is a 93 win team? I mean, even that's, that's, what even it comes that's down kind to. of disappointing. I'm going to take the over because why, what why the not? fuck else? Because if you're going to take the under, then what do you have to look forward to? Right. Then you're looking forward to being uh, it's not a it's, team. It's not a confident over. Now no, it's just that I'm I definitely not confident either, but if they won 92 last year and they're better this year and the Orioles are still in the division, then you got to kind of imagine that they'll be right around the same number. It's funny though, how we started using the word incrementally as the oh, Yankees, okay. how they've gotten better. And I've seen people start tweeting that the Yankees have gotten incrementally. incrementally. Yeah. Better. NYY news incrementally. is commenting in YouTube to lay off on Baltimore. So, <laughs> oh yeah, boy, they they have a decent future ahead, but this is going to be another year of just that incompetence. Right, the show's two hours. We don't give a fuck about the Baltimore Orioles, okay? <laughs> plus, All right. Plus, uh, SGR sounds like he's a fucking tornado watcher. So I, in the uh, I wish, I wish, I wish, I it's wish. On my I bucket had list, a tornado right in front of me right now. We it's had a lot of fun list. doing. We had a lot of fun doing the live. Uh, we want everybody to join us Wednesday, I believe, eight o'clock on NYY News TV. Not only the boys, the fellows from NYYST, designated spitters. I believe the twins are going to be there. I believe uh, Gary Sheffield Jr. is going to be there. Uh, we're going to be together as a channel and preview the season. That's why we're not giving any hard preview uh, predictions for wins and ball that ball. Oh, we just kind of did, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, because we're going to do that Wednesday. And then the next episode of this podcast is not going to be the NYYST podcast. It's going to be the NYYDS podcast. We're going to join 
Pete and Francis are the designated spitters. Crossover. And we're going to be live uh, Sunday at 5 o'clock, leading you into Sunday Night Baseball when the Yankees wrap up the first series of the season against the uh, Boston Red Sox, who placed Chris Sale on a 60-day IL today. So oh. it, right. these injuries Sorry. are not ex- these injuries are not exclusive to the Yankees, but uh, unfortunately for the Red Sox, I don't care about Chris Sale. Okay, so okay. that's okay. that. Uh, okay. Yeah, we know we're pushing about two hours here, and I just want to say, if you stayed with us for the full two hours, if you've been popping in and out, anybody that dropped a super chat, uh, okay. if you listen for the full two hours, you know, on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, wherever you listen, thank you. Uh, we're we're so honestly for me. I hope I don't want to speak for the fellas, but I'm very excited that the season is going to start and we can really go. And it's time now. The lockout's behind us. Spring training's behind us. Now it's go time. It's time to do this. It's time to to talk Yankee baseball and and show you what not only NYYST but NYY News TV is all about, and we're ready to take over, okay? So thank you very much. Uh, you fellas got anything you want to say, parting words, and then we'll take it home. That's it, man. I'm good. Okay. That's it. Uh-huh. That's it. That's it. All right, so follow us on Twitter at NYYST underscore podcast. Thank you very much for your continued support of the show. Uh, thank you very much for listening and watching episode 276, SGR. Go Yanks. Uh, Ryan, Ryan, seriously, for the last one before the season starts, I need a little bit more enthusiasm, please. There's SG- nothing. There's there's nothing I hate more than that, that move right there. That's like at the, <laughs> at, when the when the comes out on stage, he's like, he's like, are we ready tonight? And they're not loud enough, and they're like, oh, are you on. ready? So please, please, if there's one thing we can do, <laughs> never don't do that. We can't hear you. All right, I can't hear you, so. I'm going to do it again next week. I'm sorry. Did I trigger you? I'm sorry. My apologies. We can't hear him. All right. Chris, say goodbye. Peace. N-Y-Y-S-T. This is New York. Yankee sports talk. Swinging for the fences. Knock it out the park. This is New York. Yankee Sports Talk, Christian and Chris, of course, SGR, this is New York, Yankee Sports Talk, call me New York, Yankee Sports Talk, record, rain and shine, grab your shades and umbrellas, NYYST, you're hanging with the fellas.